Hello and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. In the next few minutes, let's take time to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. We hope this message will lead you to know Him better and help you develop a love for His Word. Lord, sa panahong pabago-bago, the only confidence that we have is that we know that you are true and faithful to your word and your promises. That's why we can continue to hold on to your word and your love that is unfailing. So God, let our hearts be open to receive from your today. In Jesus' name, amen. So once again, we're continuing on our series on prayers. And this time, we are looking into Jesus' prayers. And more than giving us an example on how to pray or what to pray for, it allows us to see what is really in His heart. So today, we're going to read from Luke 22, verse 33 to 34. And it says there, And when they came to the place that is called the skull, there they crucified Him and the criminals, one on His right and one on His left. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. And they cast lots to divide his garments. You know, this account brings us to the scene when Jesus was crucified. And if you've seen the movie, The Passion of the Christ, you'd have an idea of how intense the scene is. You know, crucifixion is designed to inflict the highest level of pain for the longest time possible because its purpose is to really exhaust every ounce of strength from the person, not just on a physical sense, but emotionally and mentally as well. And that is what Jesus was going through at this point. But what's interesting is that amidst all the physical pain and emotional exhaustion and excruciating mental battle, the first thing that came out from Jesus' mouth is a prayer. Now, before we actually go into what Jesus prayed for, let's ponder on that for a moment. He was limited physically because his hands and feet were nailed on the cross. He was drained. I would I would assume that he was drained emotionally because of all the betrayal and the people he used to, you know, be with his friends. His disciples were nowhere to be found at that point. I can't even imagine the mental exhaustion that he is going through at this time. And if you look at all these things on the natural, he seems so powerless because the things that he used to do, he can't do it anymore. And it would seem like the work has stopped and his participation in the kingdom has ended because of his current situation incapable physically, drained emotionally, and exhausted mentally. And yet, Jesus on the cross is the most powerful demonstration of God's power and love over our sin. And one thing He continued to do, even in His last breath, is to pray. From the time He started ministering up to the very end, He prayed. You see, praying is participating in the work of God. And this is very encouraging because looking at where we are right now, it might seem like this season has limited us and restricted us from participating in the work of God because we can't do it the way we've done before. Like for example, hindi mo na mabisita yung gusto mong pagpray or puntahan yung gusto mong ministeran or di kayo makamit ng victory group mo like before, di ka makaparticipate sa volunteer ministries like before. You know, Jesus continued on being a part of the mission despite of all the restrictions that he was experiencing during the time because through prayers and we can also do the same. You know, I want to encourage all of us, we can continue to participate in God's mission through our prayers and of course by continuing to disciple other people now let's go to the content of his prayer you know he prayed specifically for one thing and that is forgiveness 
imagine if you look at the situation that he is in at that very moment, it would be very understandable not to think of anything or anyone else. And yet, Jesus used his last remaining strength to utter a prayer, not even for himself. Honestly, if I were in that situation, I would probably cry out or use all the energy that is left within me to save myself, but not him. He used his last remaining breaths to pray for forgiveness for people who have caused him so much pain, deep pain. And to be honest, I had mixed emotions while reading, meditating, and praying about this. Because looking at Jesus' example, it made me realize that forgiveness is not dependent on our current situation. And in a way, that's liberating because that means I don't have to wait for everything to be okay to forgive. But on another end, it also it's also hard because it makes me realize that, you know, if you are to really just be honest, it's hard to forgive when you're not okay, right? Again, Jesus prayed this prayer at the height of all the pain that he is experiencing. He did not say, forgive them if they release me or when they have acknowledged what they have done to me or uh, the moment they admitted to all the pain that they have caused me. He even said, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they are doing. You see, there will be times that we will experience pain and the person that caused that won't even have an idea or won't even acknowledge it. But Jesus is showing us how to respond to this by forgiving anyway. You know, don't get me wrong, okay? I'm not saying na I don't I don't want you to even feel or think that we need to minimize the pain or not acknowledge the pain that we're going through because of that. You know, when I think about the intensity of the pain that Jesus was going through at this point, I think it's indescribable. And yet, he still prayed for forgiveness. Now, make me wonder, Lord, where did you find the grace to pray for forgiveness despite of all the wrong that has been done to you? You know, praying, meditating, and really looking unto God for revelation on this, I realized that forgiveness is not dependent on our current situation, but it is a choice made by a person. You see, the core meaning of the word forgive is to release. Release from any form of punishment or the desire to take revenge. Release from all the bitterness. You know, being a victim by being wrong is painful. But forgiveness makes us realize that we have the power not to remain a victim all throughout. You know, the pain on the onset may be, you know, painful, excruciating, but we can stop it. We have the power uh, to, to stop it from inflicting further pain on us or tormenting us by releasing it through forgiveness. And when I say releasing, it doesn't mean that you turn a blind eye on all the wrongdoings. But when we choose to forgive, we release ourselves from the burden of being the one to execute judgment or exact revenge. You know, I would always remember this quote when uh, about forgiveness when I was still starting off my walk with God. And it goes like this. It says, refusing to forgive is like drinking the poison and expecting the other person to die from it. You know, when we forgive, when we release, when we choose to let go, when we choose to allow it to be released towards God, we refuse to let the bitterness and pain poison us and our relationship with that person. When we forgive, we release the judgment to God. You know, forgiveness is not dependent on our current situation, but it is a choice made by a person, but not just any other person, but a person whose heart is for restoration. You see, when we talk about forgiveness and the need to forgive, it is mainly because a relationship has been strained or broken. Now, remember what I said from the start, that when we look at the prayers of Jesus, it is not just so we know what to pray for or how to pray, but it also allows us to see what is in the heart of God. 
You see, when Jesus prayed about forgiveness, we see a glimpse of that heart. Because at the very heart of God is the restoration of relationships. And restoration of relationship first and foremost with Him. Because in reality, we have caused Him so much pain because of our sins. And only when we experience this restoration, this restoration of our relationship with Him, can our relationship with others be restored as well. And the key that unlocks the door to that is forgiveness. And yet, what is amazing is that tayo na nga naka-offend, siya pa ang gumawa ng paraan para ma-release tayo. You know, because of God's heart to restore our relationship back to Him, He made forgiveness possible through Jesus Christ. Because of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection, we are released from the greatest source of our pain, which is sin. And we are now restored to our relationship with God. And that is the heart of God for our relationships as well here on earth. Now again, looking into this account, remember Christ was on the cross and He knows that He has to die so that our relationship with our Heavenly Father may live. And in the same manner, that's also the same thing when we choose to forgive. You know, every time we choose to forgive, we experience a glimpse of that. We die to ourselves, die to our emotions, our own sense of justice, our own version of righteousness, so that our relationships can continue to live. That is why whenever we release forgiveness or choose to forgive, we experience the supernatural because whenever we choose to forgive, we tap onto God's grace, turn to Him, and trust His ways to release all the pain. Only through His grace can real forgiveness happen. And that grace says, I have been forgiven much. And because of this grace, we extend forgiveness to others as well. Let's just take this time to pray. Lord, thank you for the forgiveness that was made possible through Jesus Christ. Forgiveness that has set us free from all the pain that sin has caused us, God. Lord, I pray that even as we see in the life of Jesus how he, he, he released forgiveness despite of all the pain, I pray that you'd also give us the same grace at this time to remember that we are recipients of that grace so that we can extend it to others as well. Now, I want to pray for um, a specific group of people. Like, If you, at this point, uh, you realize that you're finding it hard to forgive because of the intense pain that you are experiencing because of that broken relationship, because of that offense, may you have the same grace to respond as Jesus did. Cry out to God our Father and respond to the work of the Holy Spirit to have the grace to forgive. And for those of you who have things from the past that is causing you so much pain at this time, allow Jesus to bring healing on those specific areas of your life. Let me pray for you once again. Lord, I pray for my brothers and sisters, God, who are somehow trapped in this, you know, um, pain that is caused by this unforgiveness, God. Lord, initially, they, they might, have, might have experienced being wrong, but I pray that you'd give them the grace to release and forgive, knowing that they have been forgiven much. Lord, I thank you that you are assuring them that you see their pain. You see where they are right now. You see the hurt. You see the wounds. And you're beginning to bring healing upon those areas right now. Lord, thank you that you would just cause healing to be upon them right now. Why don't you receive your healing right now from God? Healing from all those pain, from all those wounds. Lord, thank you. Thank you so much that we believe that your grace is at hand. Holy Spirit, thank you that you'd begin 
you will begin touching their hearts right now and, and, and provide healing on those specific areas where they are in pain. And Lord, I ask that you would just allow them to have the grace to release, to let go, and to just allow you to be the one to exercise justice on these areas that they're finding it hard to release. And Lord, I ask that you would just allow them, God, to experience an overwhelming you know, sense of that, um, how it is to be forgiven by you so that they can extend it to others as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Why don't we respond to God by worshiping Him once again through this song? We worship you, God. We lift you up. We declare who you are. You're the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. You will stay forever faithful. Your glory never ends. You're the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. You will stay forever faithful. Your glory never ends, God. You're the Alpha and Omega. You will stay forever faithful. Your glory never ends Cause you will forever be You will forever be I will hold on to your steady unfailing love You Lord, thank you so much, God, that because of the forgiveness that we have re received from you, we have been set free. And we can also set free, God, others who has caused us so much pain. So, Lord, even as we do that, we pray that you would just allow us to live a life that's victorious in you. So, let me just bless you before we uh, go. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. The Lord be gracious to you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless everyone and have a great day. You've been listening to the Victory Devotional Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcast. If you'd like to watch these messages every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.